You're now listening to a Press Play Network podcast. And welcome to another episode of Three Kings Podcast. I'm your boy, Royalty. This is a Press Play Network podcast. If you're new to the Press Play Network podcast family, man, please go check out our other shows, The Hip Hop Rejects, Nerd Flow, Zoe's Chat Room, Confessions of a Healing Heart, all of these shows on the Press Play Network. It's something for everybody. So really hope you guys get something from this show. Um, Three Kings Podcast is a show all about just enlightening the world, man, not just the youth, but adults, just helping people, you know, find out reasons why and help them give them guidance, you know, throughout the world. So, um, again, like I said, I'm royalty. I got my boy here. Keep it roughing. We got Germany in the building. So, yo, yo. So, man, we are here once again. Um, today's episode is going to be about health, man, being healthy and staying healthy. Um, I know we all, go through our ups and downs. And of course, everybody goes through the same motion of when new year's Eve rolls around and oh, new year, new year, new me. And I'm going to go get a gym membership and I'm going <laughs> to go shop and eat all this healthy green food. And then not even probably six weeks later, it's like, all right, I'm going to go get this burger from Burger King and these fries. And you know, <laughs> it's all good or either that even, or either nothing that, or I'm having a bad day. So I'm going to emotionally eat because I had a bad day because we, we do that a lot. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I would say, I mean, as far as like, man, as far as like from a from a man, from a man's perspective, for men, we definitely have to like make sure we're on our on our stuff about, you know, getting our yearly checkups because men, we we. We do. We we pride. We got a lot of pride. A lot of the times, like, man, ain't nothing wrong with me. You know, leg ain't broke, arm ain't broke. Then I'm good. I go get something. You know, got a cold. I go get something over the counter. I'm good. So and royalty. That's something, man. Let me add on to that. I never understood why men did not want to take care of themselves. Maybe because of my background. Uh, 18, I went straight to the Marines. So from 18 to 29, I was in the Marine Corps. But my deal was, even prior to then, if I were hurt, if something were hurting on me, I knew as a boy that I needed to get it checked out by the stereotypical uh, saying that you hear from, especially our people, uh, hey, we don't want to go to the doctor because of this, so you don't want to go to the doctor because of that. But, I mean, all doctors are not bad. I mean, God placed doctors in place, too, to heal us, you know, in case certain things went wrong. You know, of course, you know, the Lord is going to heal you, too. But he put people in place to look after you for your health. So, man, we have to stop having so much pride and also going with the status quo, what the world states about doctors and these things and go and get checked out for yourselves. I just wanted to add that. Yeah, man, especially for you. I mean, if anything, man, it's like get your yearly done. If you're working and you got a good you got a good nine to five, typically as much as how I know how bad people talk about how bad or good, you know, the work insurance is nowadays. But no matter how bad it is, your physical is 100 percent covered majority of the time. So you ain't paying nothing for it. Just go. It's just it's it's that simple, man. It's like just go, just go, man. It's like. Just take care of yourselves, especially like I said, this is definitely definitely 
targeted toward the, toward the males, man, because we 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 have that balance. We have males. We have that bad until it's too late. Yeah, and I, I would like to add too that um, you know, just kind of stemming back from our our last podcast topic, you know, when you when you have a hardened heart and all of that stuff, what happens is when you're going through trauma and stuff like that, you have different forms of coping mechanisms, and some uh, cope with unhealthy foods, you know, ice cream cakes, all of that stuff. You know, what I've learned in psychology is that whether it is sex or alcohol or drugs or even foods, it's just dopamine, dopamine or dopamine. You know, so what happens is certain foods, too, can become an addiction. You got to be careful not to to indulge or overindulge in unhealthy foods because they send off those same type of triggers that drugs mm. do. And now you become overweight and unhealthy and, and you can't even break. It's hard to break it because it's become an addiction. And now you're, you're afraid to go see the doctors because you kind of already know what they're going to tell you. And right. so and right. so you really need to be more conscious about what you're eating, what you're putting in your body and what it's actually doing. I mean, a lot of that stuff you could just YouTube like, OK, what happens when I drink pop? You know what I'm saying? If you just really look at that stuff. It'll 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 turn you off to it. You know, you'll be like, you know what? I need to be a little more conscious about what I'm putting in my body, because this is what's calling causing, um, you know, fathers or, or, or sorry, sons and daughters to grow up without their parents. A lot of our parents are passing away at early ages. I mean, my mom passed away at the age when I was I was 26. I was 26. I had to carry my mom's casket to the grave. She was a diabetic and she she ended up having uh, breast cancer. And um, when she was a diabetic, she knew she was. But the family didn't know she was. Mm. And because we didn't know she was when she was having foot pains and she doing all of these in-house remedies, putting pennies in a shoe and stuff. And, you know, this is not to downplay my mom by any right. means, you know, right. but this is to send a warning out to those who refuse to go and get checked out and want to do the at home remedy stuff. I mean, you know, I, I get it on certain levels. Some of those at home remedies really helped me out. Like I had high fevers and stuff. She would get the ibuprofen, put me in the cold tub. You know, I was good, you know. Stuff right. like that. But a lot of the a lot when you know you have uh, major, <clears throat> major attacks on your body, you always need to stay abreast to that stuff. But not only that, you need to communicate to your family members. You your go. family members need to know what's your condition. <clears throat> they need to know what's going on in your body. They need to know what's even going on in your mind. Some of us even have mental illnesses that we refuse to embrace and do something about. And your family wonder why you're snapping out every now and then. You know, you <laughs> need, <laughs> listen, yep. you need to be open about what's going on in your body. If not, then you rob your family of the opportunity of becoming your support system. And so what happens, what happens then is um, we get a phone call while I'm at work. <clears throat> Sorry, that my mom was rushed to the hospital because she uh, went into a, a diabetic stroke and her sugar was at a thousand. Mm. Her sugar was at a thousand. She should have been passed away. Mm. Like that's that's unreal. And then it happened because she hurt her foot 
and she put some pennies in her shoe and you know the copper is supposed to suck out the, the whatever they say and but what it did was it, her her wound didn't heal because she was diabetic and and anybody who's diabetic knows that you always got to check the tip of your fingers and you got to check your toes because um when you start seeing discoloration and stuff like that you got to go to the doctors immediately Mm-hmm. And what my mom would do is she would go to the doctors, but my brothers, she would, you know, just drop me off and come pick me up, you know, all of that stuff. And I noticed she used to drink like Diet Cokes, and sugar-free candy, but I thought she was just trying to be healthy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so um, then we find out that she was a diabetic. And by the time we find out, her foot has set up gangrene and now they have to amputate a foot. Hmm. They had to amputate her foot. So, so I mean, I'm traumatized. Like, I'm in the hospital. I'm just messed up. It's like a scary movie, like, in real life. And so, because I, I had one of those type of moms, she never let you see a sweat. You know, she was always doing something. She, she'll get out and mow her own lawn. She was always cleaning up. She was always cleaning behind people she'll go in your room and clean up your stuff you know and it's like sit down like be cool like chill you know she was retired and still working I mean she just was a workaholic and so I never heard her cough before I never I mean I literally it it was a culture shock for me to see her in that condition and um it really opened up my eyes that you have to inform your family members of what's going on with you because if not, when they find out, I mean, there's so so many feelings and emotions. At least you can kind of, you can't, you can never prepare yourself for like death, mm-hmm. but at least you can do the best you can to kind of come to terms with what comes with the consequences of certain uh, diagnoses when you when you know. But when you don't know and all that stuff just kind of hits you all at one time and then I don't know if she she knew she had cancer because, you know, she didn't tell us when she was a diabetic. And because of that, when they when they cut her leg, you know, what they say is when you have like a tumorous cancer and, and someone does surgery, when they open you up, it spreads. And so it was kind of like this snowball effect. And so my mom passed away from breast cancer, but it started with the diabetes. And it started when she just kind of refused to let us know what was going on. So my brother had to make that decision while she was unconscious to get her leg amputated, not realizing that it was going to cause a a spreading of a cancer. So we weren't really in a position to kind of know what was going to be the outcome of whatever call we made you know, maybe we could have weighed the options a little better, but we was thinking, okay, if this leg is what's going to, you know, um, make her better then I mean, I want, I want my mom to stay alive. So let's, you know, let's amputate this, this leg. And then we didn't realize that it was cancer too. So I, 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 I'm, I'm an adamant, uh, believer that you need to inform your family of what's going on because you may end up in a state where you can't make decisions for yourself and if they don't know what's going on they cannot make the best decisions for you exactly yeah and and another another thing i want to add to that too is this just as important as it is for people to know what you have going on to aid you 
you also need to forewarn your generation of things that they may in, in, encounter as they get older as well. Right. For example, uh, my grandmother had uh, issues with her stomach and things like that with her respiratory system, um, her kidneys, intestines, and things of that nature. My father has had his, I want to say, small intestine, whatever one that you can live without, he's had removed uh, due to diverticulitis. I've had stomach issues and still um, have stomach issues to the day. My brother has them as well. So you need to notify your people, hey, I have diverticulitis. This is something that you may want to look out for in the future. I've, had, I've been diagnosed with cancer. This is something you need to look out for. So we don't need to have any secrets within the household. If you're sick, make sure you're over-communicating that to your people as well so that they not only be able to help you, but so that they can look in their med- into their medical history and into their medical from that point forward to start alleviating some of these issues or tackling them at an early, you know, at an early stage prior to them getting so far on in your life to the point that when they find it, now you're on your deathbed. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, go ahead. And I, yeah, I, I get it too. Also with, you know, people who try to go, um, how can I say this? The cheap route when it's, when you buying food and stuff like that, you know, you want to grow up with the green juices and, and, um, <clears throat> all of that stuff. But those things are super duper unhealthy for you. You know, you need natural fruits, you need real juice, you need the the things that are as close to organic as possible, because mm-hmm. we don't realize that when we when we start going that cheap route too and getting all this generic stuff, we don't look at what's in that stuff. We don't look right. at the ingredients and and all of those things. And a lot of times we are African-Americans, 75 percent of African-Americans are overweight. Mm. And, and yeah, <laughs> and majority of it is because of the types of food that we eat. Now I get it, you know, I, I you know, I to a degree, I believe that there is some some form of conspiracy out there where you know we just don't have the options to to get to get the best of foods. You know, on our street corners, we they they set up all the 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 stuff that's designed to kill us. But right. we still have to make that choice. You know, either we gonna buy it or we not. You know, if I if I gotta go a few miles to to a to a Whole Foods just to get some better food, and it may cost me a little more, then it's worth my life. Man, you know, I got it. I got children. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I got kids I gotta raise, and I don't want my kids to have to grow up the way I had to grow up. You know, without parents. I, right. My grandparents was gone. My my father was gone by the time I was six years old. And my mom, I had to carry her casket to a grave while I was 26 years old. And she was only 65. Hmm. She's only 65 years old. You know, there's so much more living that um, God has planned for us. But we have the we have the right to say not so as well by the choices and the decisions that we make as it relates to our health. Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. And we got to remember, yeah, you got some royalty before I shoot off at the at the soup coolers. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, um, no, man. It's like, yeah, it's like, like make those correct choices, man. I mean, and a lot of people get it confused and get it confused when it comes to eating healthy. It's like, oh, you on a diet? It's like diet is temporary, man. Um, mm-hmm. you on a you on a lifestyle change is it's is more the word you wanna you wanna say and. Oh, yeah. Because like, okay, I'll take me for example. Um, like 
growing up, I mean, I've always been like a skinny dude and stuff like that. But of course, as you get older, you know, you got to make that change. You can't eat as much as you used to, even though you are a guy. You got to mm-hmm. you got to scale it back. You got to you know, you got to eat, you know, proportion of food. And then also what goes into that as well. Me personally, I went from working a retail job, which I'm always moving all the time to when I got laid off, I went to working a desk job, man, working a desk job will put the weight on you. Like it ain't, it is not funny. (laughs) That is, that is, that is the truth. You, if you have a desk job, you need to be doing something active after work at some point in the day. You you got to real quick, Roy, as a shameless plug, um, our, uh, my company that I work for is called Triplite, T-R-I-P-P-L-I-T-E. And what they manufacture is what's called stand-sit desk mounts, where now mm-hmm. you can actually put it at your desk and it raises up your computer so you can stand up and work, too, because I, I feel you. I work a desk job, too. Man, right, I, man I wanted one of those so bad in my last job. I was like, man, I, one guy in my office had it, and I was like, man, I want one of those because I would be so much better just, like, moving around and stuff like that. I'm going to have to send you one. Man, because, man, oh, man, I really need one of those hey, things. Hey, look, we used a lot of those when we were um, deployed in Afghanistan. Well, not even just Afghanistan, but just on deployments, period. A lot of us use those kind of like stand up ish like desk um, to keep us from sitting down, which I was told it helps you burn a lot of calories uh, through the duration of a day. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing to add to uh, just being healthy and living a healthy lifestyle. Now, this is something I could speak on as a testimony on behalf of myself. Uh, this goes to anybody, not even just young men, women, anybody. Be careful what you put in your body when you're young. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what we forget about overall. You got to be careful how you uh, choose to abuse your body when you're young. If you start off smoking a lot of weed, if you start off doing cocaine, meth, uh, alcohol, things of these uh, of this nature, it may seem as if when you're young that your body's able to take it. I remember at times I could drink two, three cases of beer, get up in the morning and do a full rucksack march, five, six miles, no problem. Uh, I tried at 931. I pass out um, before I can make it outside. Uh, <laughs> but the deal is, is that, you know, it's a lot of things that I put into my body young. A lot of things that I'm still dealing with that I'm trying to keep out of my body. You know, once you get habits of smoking weed, once you get habits of cocaine, you know, these strong drugs, these drugs are going to eventually break your immune system and your body down. So you have to understand that these things that you put in your body early, and this is something that's popular within the the music culture, uh, the advertisement of different prescription drugs and things like that, that you're mixing all at once, you know, and and not once you ain't hear anybody say, hey, look, I ate a sandwich in between taking this Percocet, Xanax bar, this cup of lean, this blunt, you know, it's just so much going on. And no human being can live forever with a lot of that stuff in them. I don't care what people told you or, or what you may think you see. I don't care what rock star in Europe that's been alive for 70 years. It ain't been because the drugs has been helping them survive for 70 years. Uh, so, you know, you got to be careful of what you're putting into your body at a young age because it will affect you when you get older. Yeah, and I think, too, um, we we um, as human beings, we focus, we tend to focus more on wealth than our health, hmm. you know. And I don't really get the point of that because you you work so hard to to reach a certain lifestyle and your health kind of 
or fits your opportunity to enjoy those those moments, you know, and enjoy those times. You got people who are are passing away before they can even retire. And now all you really did was leave leave all of your money for whoever is coming behind you. But you didn't get a chance to enjoy it yourself because you was just so focused on the money. But you also have to be up to date on your health. And and, and we also I mean, like I've I've come to to uh, a point in my life where I just said I was going to make fitness a high priority um, in my life. And it was it was more like a secondary priority uh, thing for me. But now it's first and foremost. Um, fitness is everything. You know, if you don't have muscles in your body, then you don't even have anything to protect your bones. And and so you need muscles like you don't just need to be healthy from a diet or lifestyle uh, eating perspective. You need to actually go in the gym or, or do some push ups or do some crunches or, you know, that's so many things that you can do where you don't even have to lift weights at all. And um, you really need to get up on that, though, because if not, you I mean, when it, when my son comes up to me and he wants me to pick him up and then Jayla want me to pick her up. I mean, I'm, I just feel good that I can do it. <laughs> you know, I, I'm strong enough to do it. There's uh, if, if he want to go run around in the backyard, you know, I'll have to just run one lap with him. And now I'm tired and I got to go back and sit down and I'm sweating like I just ran 10 miles. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's imperative. You shortchange yourself. You shortchange your children. And you shortchange your spouse, too. If you're married or you, you're interested in getting married, you need to be healthy and you need to be in shape. You know, you want to look your best, not only for yourself, but for those that are linked to you. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. Exactly. I agree. Yeah, I would add to that, man. I was like, um, just from a lifestyle standpoint, I know, shoot, just like I was saying, like, you know, make sure you get your physicals. So I got my mm-hmm. physical at my previous job. And kind of find out like it was kind of it was a weird condition that they say like you have low cholesterol. I've always heard people have high cholesterol. I'm like low cholesterol. Mm-hmm. Like what does that like what does that even mean? And those, right, those, right. Like you need to you know you need to consume more you know fish omega threes and stuff like that. So when I found out, I was like, okay, I got to get this got to get this in line. So and so what I do, I mean, and anybody can do this, and people have heard about it before. I do ketogenic diet, so I eat a lot of high fat food, good fats for the most mm-hmm. part. But what it does for me, it tricks my body into burning using sugar in my body. Cause I basically eat like a diabetic and it tricks me and it burns, this uses all the sugar and burns the fat in my body with the, the high amount of fat that I, that I consume. So it works very well for me personally. I know if you are having any type of like issues with, you know, if you've tried different things, I know, and I know a lot of people, another thing about with being healthy, I know a lot of people are anti-supplements. And I know a lot of people say like, oh, I want to do it natural. There's nothing wrong with doing things natural. Supplements, yeah. if you think of the, if you look up the word, supplements are natural because <laughs> there's no way humanly possible for the human being. If you look at the amount of foods and the different food groups you're supposed to consume within a day, you won't do it. It's in, it's right. almost it's damn near impossible to do it. Yeah, it is. And so that's why supplements that's why supplements have been created because you need to you may not eat as much vegetables as you need as you need to eat. You may need to take a supplement to add to that. Add right. Exactly. Right. And the same thing with the ketogenic diet I'm on. I don't I eat 
a good amount of vegetables, but I don't eat as much as I should because I'm trying to consume more fat. So I take supplements to uh, increase my my greens intake that I take that I drink and stuff like that. So it's like supplements and that's want to just add that in. Like supplements are yeah, not that's best. good. Supplements are not bad. They're they're, that's they're good. not bad. And I, right. And I also wanted to add to and, and you know I'm I'm by no means a dietitian, but you know I know a lot of them and I you know I I, I get information from them. I study. And uh, one one question that always seems to be very important uh, or very prevalent, I would say, is, you know, I'm, I'm going to the gym, I'm working out, you know, and I'm trying to eat better. And it's like I'm not losing weight. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. one thing that I've come to to understand as to the reason why people don't lose weight while they're going to the gym um, and what I mean by losing weight is unhealthy weight because, of mm-hmm. course, you're building muscle. That's weight, you know, and five pounds of muscle is, you know, like, you know, hold, holding a uh, a wallet, like the size of a wallet and five pounds of fat is like a loaf of bread, you right. know, so it's a big difference. So it doesn't take much muscle to equate to the same amount of uh, weight that fat would. So when you're building muscle, you know, you can't really look on the scale um, or trust it because it's going to add add to the number. But for those who actually want to burn fat, they wonder why they're not burning fat. A lot. I would recommend going on a carb detox because what happens is when you go to the gym, your body burns carbs first. Your body doesn't burn fat first. It burns carbs first. Mm-hmm. So what happens is you have a lot of people that will stop at McDonald's and get the McChicken sandwiches and, you know, all of that. Like, yeah, I got a carb up before I go to the gym. And if you are depending on the time, the hours you spending in the gym, if it's just 30 minutes to an hour, all you did was just work that burger off. That's right. it. That's you it. know, you ain't even get to the fat. So sometimes what you have to do is go on a carb detox. You have to do like protein and fiber for a certain amount of time to give your body the opportunity and your in the gym the opportunity to burn the fat that's being stored mm-hmm. there. If you're constantly putting carbs in and you wonder why your weight is just fluctuating, it's because you hadn't got to the fat yet. You you're you're giving it something uh as an alternative to burn versus what it needs to burn or you desire for it to burn on the inside of you. And when I like normally what I do is, um, you know, I'll go on like a protein and fiber, uh, kick, you know, for, for a few weeks. And what it does is it gives my body the opportunity because your body's still going to want fats and carbohydrates. But a lot of times we don't realize that a lot of that stuff is stored in our body, like a refrigerator. Mm -hmm. So you look at, you look at it like this, if you come home and you hungry and, you know, your wife got some hot food on the on the on the stove and you got food in your refrigerator, which one are you going to eat? Right. You're going to eat the one that's on the, the, one stove. That's on the stove. You know what I mean? But if you come home and there's nothing on the stove, then what you're going to do? You're going to go to the fridge. Yeah. Right. So or your body is like a fast or either that or you're going to try to order some delivery food because, you know, that's fast, too. Exactly. Right. <laughs> it's going to go the fast route. But your body is like that refrigerator. If you ain't got if you're not giving it uh, the stuff that it's longing for, then it's going to go into the storage places and get it from there. Mm-hmm. So now your body starts to eat the fats and carbohydrates in your body because you've deprived it of getting that stuff um, fresh off the oven, if you will. 
So you have to go on like carb detox sometimes because, you know, we got to have bread, we got to have pasta, we got to have, you know, it's, and when you're having that stuff consistently, I've gotten to the point now where I don't do heavy carbs because when you, you got to be careful when you say carbs because there's like fast carbs and slow carbs. Mm-hmm. And the difference is certain carbs turn into sugar fast. Some turn into sugar slow. The mm-hmm. slow carbs is what you want. That's like the greens and, you know, sweet potatoes, the healthy stuff, mm-hmm. the healthier stuff, high in fiber and all of that. But, you know, the baked potato and the the pastas and all of that, those are fast carbs and stuff that's high in sugar, too. So you want to cut the, the fast carbs as much as possible during the times where you want to lose weight because your body is going to consume that stuff and put it right in the forefront and you'll never get to fat burning. Gotcha. What you got, Roy? I know you had something. Um, I just also want to add to the whole detox deal. Yeah. Like definitely like when you first get into, if you've been eating crap for a very long time and you've never, ever been on a diet or like program or whatever you want to call it, yeah, definitely detox, man. You got to get that crap up. That's the best way to get that crap up out of you because it's basically resetting your body. You got to detox in some form, some way. Um, and like Germany said, like the, the best way I've always, always detox is protein and greens and water. Do it for like two or three days consistently. That's all you, that's all you have to have as much greens as you want to. And, you know, a good lean protein of your choice and just consume that that'll definitely clean you out and then that way because your body can't absorb all the good nutrients you're going to take in when you you know change your lifestyle of eating and so you have to you have to clean yourself out first that's that's kind of like the key key to it initially in the very beginning so uh keeper you got anything before we before we wrap it up yeah man last thing i want to add to it too is that when you start a workout program, uh, consistency is key, discipline, oh, yeah. and also making sure that you're not going against the grain. Don't eat good throughout the day and then at night you, you, you're sneaking around eating things you shouldn't eat or, mm-hmm. or even during the day because what's going to happen is this. You can't expect to go to the gym and pick up the gym and then pick up 19 burgers once you leave the gym or prior to going to the gym. It just doesn't it doesn't work like that. You don't go to the gym. The most important part of a workout is the diet. You know, once you focus on the diet, that's when you start to see the definition. You start to see the muscle increase the weight, the proper way that it should, because you're intaking the correct amount of nutrients and the right amount of nutrients. Um, another thing I want to add is uh, to it, too, for a lot of y'all who may be uh, biblical scholars or study the Bible. It wasn't much mentioned about a lot of meat um, in the Bible. Now, Mr. German, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on that. But mm-hmm. the diets, you know, if you study the Bible, some of the diets were different. It's not a lot of the trash that we're intaking into our system nowadays. And that's just speaking for those who uh, uh, who read and follow and study the, the, the word of Christ. Exactly. Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish the work. That's <laughs> he it. Said that that's was his meat. <laughs> but listen, also uh, a cutoff time, too. I don't, don't want to stay on this, but. Make sure you have a good cutoff time. Like I've gotten so disciplined that I don't eat after 8.30. And I plan on being in the bed around 10.30. So that's why I wanted to cut off like two hours before I go to bed. There you go. There you go. All right, man. I really hope, again, really hope this was able to help somebody to, you know, get that 
kicking the rear, man, to get to get started, eating, having a healthy lifestyle. Also, as well, like, man, for the men, like, again, we're going to repeat this again. Like, men, please go. Even if you know you just, you know, you feel like you ain't nothing wrong. But if you ain't been to, if you can't, if you sit here and think while you listen to this podcast, like, Man, when was the last time I went to the? If it took you to do that, that means you need to go, because you ain't been in a minute, because you can't remember. So, man, please, like, please, 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 like, you gotta be around for the, you know, for your for your soon to be kids, grandkids, whatever the case may be, your significant other. You gotta be around. So, you they're know, begging you. Yes, like, <laughs> no please, like, please take care of yourself, man. Um, in addition to that. Uh, please make sure you guys head up to the Facebook page of uh, Three Kings Podcast. That's the number Three Kings Podcast. Also, man, uh, I want us, we may do a part two to this, uh, to the healthy eating. Uh, we'd like to get a good friend of mine, Damian Bunton, over at Pyramid Principal out of uh, Jersey City, Missouri, personal trainer. I'd like to get him on uh, to talk a little bit more about this and, you know, from a personal trainer perspective and the things he sees from on a day-to-day basis as well. Uh, we could definitely do probably a couple parts of this as far as when it comes to, to health, man, because we gotta, we gotta take care of ourselves. And that's, that's, that's one of the things in the world that we don't do very well. Um, and we make a lot of excuses for it. So, uh, but please make sure you guys continue to stay healthy. Uh, this is the three Kings, man. Everybody stay, stay up, stay blessed. And, uh, we're out of here. Peace.